Um, this week on Three Sides of the Coin, I'm back. And it's With Coors Light. And it's my birthday. <laughs> and my daughter brings me beer. Um, so this week on Three Sides of the Coin, we go through our top three Can't Live Without Kiss albums, plus we talk about different music as well. Imagine that. A Kiss Not podcast. Not related that... things. Oh, God. That they're, now they're just going to hit the stop button. No, they're not going to stop button because I'm on. That's true. We're lucky this week, guys. <laughs> oh, and Brian makes a special appearance too. So. And Lily. Oh, and Lily too. Yeah, and Lily. Her hand comes in with a beer. This is three sides of the coin, talking all things kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to. Three sides of the coin. Want to get your official three sides of the coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. We've got the entire family here. The immediate family, not the extended family. We've got Mike. We've got Tommy, Mark, and the beautiful Lisa Martini. I made an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) So how's everybody doing today? How was Thanksgiving? Food comas for everyone? Mm-hmm. No, no food coma, but a great day. Great, great day with family. Thanksgiving's awesome. Yeah. This doesn't get better. Food coma. Liz rocked the house, man. She just fucking food after. It was like left swallow, right swallow, <laughs> left swallow. I swear, I, it was just fucking incredible. So. Oh, wait a second. Mark, you turned your lights family. off. I did. You know, it was a little too bright. Little oh. too bright. I, well, you know what? I. I, I Again, you know, Monday night's hockey night. Just really sore again today. So it's been a oh, couple weeks. It's been good. Do you need a rub down, Mark? I do, baby. <laughs> Coming to you from the peep show booth, Mark. <laughs> so um, I massage tomorrow. So before we get started here, let's everybody wish Lisa Martini a very happy birthday yes. yesterday. Oh, we're like, yeah, we're like a little late. late but... birthday. You're 29, right? Yep. Again. Yep. Again, nice. We 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 wished her a happy birthday on uh, our new radio show live yesterday. That was very cool, by the way. It was fun. It was a little. It was a little rough around the edges, but then when isn't yeah. insights? I would expect nothing less. Exactly. We joked about Mark's router because Lisa was having technical difficulties. Oh yeah, because I, I first of all I wasn't aware of how to use it. So then there's that. And she didn't have headphones. I didn't have headphones. I could hear, like, feedback. So. See, we all come prepared. <laughs> it's a learning curve. It's a learning you know? curve. So so while, while we're on that topic, let's just tell everybody, 
Three Sides of the Coin Radio is back. You go get the Station Head app. Right now, it's only for iOS. It will be coming for Android first part early next year. Go get the Station Head app, load it up, create an account, search for Three Sides, and you'll find us there. We are broadcasting Kiss Music 24-7, 365. Never goes off the air. Awesome deep cuts. Awesome deep cuts, just like what we used to do. And it's going to get deeper once I figure out how to use the the software. Um, Lisa and I did a live show yesterday for about an hour. We were taking requests, and we were chatting with fans. There's a live chat room on the radio station. You can make instant requests as you're listening, and we can immediately add them in and play them. Um, So all good. And we're going to try and schedule live shows once a week. I don't know what day. It's probably not going to be the same day and time. No, I think we'll move it around. And plus, any one of us can jump on at any time. So you never know when you're listening what's going on. And we'll take questions from listeners. But I'm challenged until we get to the Android part because Cheryl has the iPad. It's the only Apple product in the house. and She won't let you use it? Exactly. I don't want you messing up my picture. You know, whatever it is. I don't want you to see my pictures. Yeah, I don't want you to see my pictures, yeah. And you know what's neat about it is like any of us can jump on, um, and I don't even have to get prettied up. I could be naked for all you know. She was yesterday. There you go. See? (laughs) Oh, and, and just as an added treat, Lisa confirmed that a future upcoming show... She's going to sing Kiss songs live on the radio station, Excellent. starting with Read My Body. Read My Body. <laughs> well, and I want to take a minute just to say thank you to each and every one of our listeners and viewers. You guys are absolutely wonderful, and we really appreciate all of your support. We truly do, and that's why we keep doing these different things. But I wanted to share something that Michael shared with us yesterday that I thought was really awesome. We have, what is it, 800,000 now? Minutes? No. This year or in lifetime? In lifetime. Lifetime? 80 million. We have 80 lifetime. Since this show started, we now have 80 million minutes listened. Just on YouTube. Yeah, just on YouTube. 800. That's insane. 80 80 million million minutes have been spent. I wouldn't say spent. Wasted's a better word. Wasted. wasted. <laughs> you guys have, you guys and gals have wasted eighty million minutes of your life listening to us. Thank and for you. For that, we are truly thankful because I wouldn't spend that much time listening to myself. Yeah, yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Let me think about that. Yeah, so thank you guys. I just want to say thank you. We, we do appreciate the support, and we feel like we're a family, and we really are so blessed that you guys are here, even the haters listening, you know, because we are so appreciative of the people that hate us as well. We really, truly are. It's good you to know, be hated. Make us laugh. It means yeah, you you're doing something laugh. right. What, mean, did, uh, what did Winston Churchill say? Someone doesn't like you? Good. It means you stood up for something. Yep. Amen, well, brother. I didn't know this, but... I'm a dog wobble. <laughs> We're a cauldron. Awesome. We are a cauldron is. of them. Awesome. 
People? Oh, we're a cauldron. Yeah, we're a cauldron. We're a yeah. cauldron Hello. of twat waffles. <laughs> so silly. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Who comes up with a twat waffle? Um, never that's a funny word, though. The cesspool. That's, that's an awesome word. That's like ass hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I great like, word. Like it's going to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Cauldron of twat waffles. Let's make a shirt. We're going to have maybe like... I drink from the cauldron of twat waffles. Yeah. Well, hold on. Are they going to get residuals? Because I never got my residuals for the cesspool t-shirts they made. No, that they was didn't my bother to send idea. us a cesspool t-shirt. Well, yeah, but you got to sell some. So really, I don't know if you, you know. I, I, it's I kind of I'm actually at Somebody, somebody went really that fast. to me that, that they made t-shirts that said that. And I'm like, really? Do you, know what, do you know what a cesspool? It's a, it's literally a pool of shit (laughs) (laughs) wear that on a shirt that said that word i i just like (sighs) maybe it should be more like the um the dictionary version cesspool literally a pool of we need to make a t-shirt that says (laughs) cesspool equal pool of shit yeah just uh that works too just too funny so anyways thank you guys we appreciate you um indulging us and we i just wanted to share that because when michael had said that to me the other day i was just blown away hey look while we're getting while we're making our wrists sore patting ourselves on the back michael those those things from apple that we get it seems every week or two every couple weeks yeah the the podcast update guys just to let you know like tommy to continue on with the thank you we're in the top 50 excuse me in the united states for music podcasts on Apple, what is it, Apple iTunes or Apple, whatever? Apple iTunes podcasts. I think it's the music interview podcasts, which is what we're classified as. We're in the top 50. It fluctuates, but around the world, I mean, we've been top 10 in Sweden and I think Norway and Canada. and it's, I, I think a lot of people cool. just go, oh, I, you know, we look at the numbers and, you know, you guys get a few thousand on YouTube. Guys, it's way more than that. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're watching us on YouTube, you know, cool. I'm glad that's where you get your three sites fixed. But you know, Michael, is, is you're never shy to let everybody know I mean, we're available all over the place. Yeah. But, but just to have, again, Michael sends us these things from Apple. I mean, they're, they have no reason to blow smoke up our skirts. You know, <laughs> you're top 50 here, top 10 here, top 20 there. Thanks, guys. Thanks. And it's a success that you guys should be proud of as well because you're supporting us. Without you, we wouldn't have this. And so we really appreciate it. And you know what? I want to I wanna segue that into the – last week I wasn't able to, to be here. I had some family business to take care of, and, and I didn't get to throw my two we, cents we, on we got to let Mark have his quarter. Yeah. Well, it's not even a quarter. It's more like a nickel. Um, but, but, you know, obviously the topic du jour was the, was, was the magic book. And I just wanted to say, you know, I don't go to the cesspool. I don't read that stuff. But when, what was it last I checked, there was, I don't know, between five and 10 pages of them talking about our episode or whatever. It's crazy. And people send stuff and, you know, Michael sends stuff in the morning like this, you know, a quote or something. We're constantly we're constantly getting screen captures and messages from listeners going, do you see what what they said about you? Are you aware they're doing this? (laughs) That's it. Are you aware that they're saying like 
I don't care. Well, I, I, one of the, the funniest things that, that I read um, was somebody was a backhanded compliment. They, they didn't realize that, to me, it's the greatest compliment this show could have. Uh, it was somebody complaining about the show, and he said, and I'm paraphrasing, no other KISS podcast would do an episode like this. And I thought to myself, you're Man. goddamn right. Exactly. Thank you. We've never yeah. we've never we're wanted to be anybody else. Yeah, we're not interested in being anyone else. We're not in- interested in, in making sure everything is lollipops and fairy tales and the whole KISS world sings Kumbaya together. Look, it's not man, a KISS tune. They wouldn't sing that. Yeah. Send in the clowns is what they'd sing. We're here just to talk amongst ourselves, the four of us, tell, talk about what's going on in the world of KISS. And guess what was going on in the world of KISS at that point? A couple weeks ago, people were IMing us going, hey, um, what do you know about this book? I'm trying to get my money back and the guy running it won't give me my money back. OK, well, we get one of them. Then we get two. <laughs> then we get more. I'm like, why are people coming to us asking, what do we know about this? So we do a show about it. Um, and again, all of us. I'm talking about the people of three sides, not not our special guest that week, which was Tom. We were all complimentary to the fact that we want to see this book come out. We don't want to see any fans lose their money. Fuck no. We all want success. But guess what? When people are promising to give people money back and they don't, we mentioned it. Now, I, I found out a little bit of Internet logic in the last two weeks because I learned from reading some of those posts that the people that would be us, the people who are listing facts, and the facts are that the the person running the magic book who promised refunds is not giving refunds. We all we did was point that out. And there's a contingent of the Kiss Army that went, You're the bad guys. But the person who wasn't honoring their word and giving refunds when he promised refunds, he's the good guy. Did you follow that? That's Internet logic. Because all we did is we had fans contact us when we said it. It's obviously true because the person running the book is currently on their site like hey i'm trying to give people refunds by the end of the year i just don't have the money hold on a second all we did was point that out all all mark actually all we did was give voice to all of the fans online that were asking these questions making these statements so how are we the bad guys because you, uh, the, the four of us, have read enough of those. Oh, those fucking guys are trying to smear me and the smear. Can- what? You have, I, I, and instantly you can tell somebody who has not watched the show, because people who have not watched the show are the, the people who think we're trying to smear the book and we don't want it to come out. That's not true. None of us said that. <clears throat> the only person who doubted the book coming out was our guest. But guess what? He's a publisher. He's a guest on the show. He can say whatever the fuck he wants, because like 
Tommy says all the time. We're here to just tell you the truth. And guess what? That whole two hours when we talked about magic, you got nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. Here's, here's you know, there's, there's people out there saying that we lied and we gave wrong information. And, and all I can say is, please tell us, what did we get wrong? I mean, whether it's the author or anybody else, we've said we reached out. We wanted to get the questions answered. The author didn't want to come on. We said even after that episode, he's welcome to come on and tell his side of everything. If we lied about something, tell us what it is. Yeah, tell us exactly what it is that we got wrong. Because I've been hearing that now for a week and a half, that, that we are misrepresenting, that we don't have our facts straight, that we are completely wrong and blah, 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 blah. But yet not one post or one sentence anywhere from anyone saying what it was we were wrong about. You know? That was it. I, I don't. Yeah. I know you guys talked about it last week. Yeah. Like I said, I, I couldn't join you last let's, week. Let's, let's not a beat, beat a dead yeah, horse. Right, yeah, but done. I have to get we're that done. off my chest because, like Tommy says all the time, and I just, you know, we, we're going to give you honesty every week, man. And if people are talking about something in the KISS community, that's fair game. You know, this this also ties in right, right, you know, years ago. And, of course, we always <laughs> tend to bring up the talk book. But, you know, I saw somebody from another show. This is back when all this stuff happened with the talk book. And this goes about, for, and for, you, for those who don't know, that the original Kiss crew. Yes, the Out on the Streets book. Somebody said, and again, I'm paraphrasing, like, we would never talk to you about your book that way. And I'm like, about what way? You wouldn't tell them the truth? I don't like the book. If I don't like the book, as a KISS fan, I'm thinking maybe you won't too. But what do we tell you? Go buy it. Find out on your own. Same thing with Ross's book. Go buy it. I mean, once it's out, if I was you, I wouldn't send any money in because it's not done. But, but, but once it's you, done. What, 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 what we have said repeatedly, not just in last week, but for the last four and a half years, is we will be happy to buy the book when it comes out, when it's done, when it's shipping. If that book, in my, for me personally, if that book lives up to all of the incredible marketing and hype that's been made about what it's going to be, I am excited as hell to see it. I, I'm not lying. I'm excited as hell to see it. I will buy that book when it comes out. And I encourage everybody else out there, if that interests you, buy it. Buy it. I mean, there's no agenda here other than I hope this gets resolved very quickly and comes out as quickly as possible. Of course we want everybody to get what they paid for. Why the fuck? You think we have a stake in seeing anybody fail? What are you, fucking nuts? I mean, that... that I guess that's the part of me that really drives me crazy. You know, doing the show is a lot of fun, but when I see stuff like that, it, it doesn't so much make me mad. It perplexes me because I know what we said. I, I was part of the show. I know what I've preached. 
You know, matter of fact, it was funny because, I, you know, much like you said a few minutes ago, Michael, you know, Ross said that we were trying to smear him and stuff. And I'm like, no, it was his birthday a couple weeks ago. I sent him a nice little birthday thing. He said, thank you. I mean, we're on friendly terms. What the hell was that all about? And I know we watched the episode. Well, hey, dude, when did when did I or when did anybody on this show wish you any ill? When did anyone on this show say your book wasn't come out? Not, again, the, the hosts of the show, not our guests. We didn't. What Michael just said a few seconds ago is the same thing we've been saying for the last four and a half years. Book sounds great. I'll, I'll send my money in when it's available. Period. End of story. So to say anything other than that, to say that we're trying to do a smear campaign, to say that we're not being supportive, that's a bunch of bullshit, and you know it. You know what that actually is? That's an agenda against three sides. Yeah, and who cares? Yeah, we we sure don't. (laughs) Honestly, you can't insult us. Dude, like I say all the time, this is my fucking bowling night. Monday's hockey night, Tuesday's three sides. It's fucking bowling, dude. I'm just having fun shooting the shit with my friends. Again, if you're going to write in, you're fat, your beard's stupid, you wear a dumb hat. Really? You think I'm going to fucking waste two seconds on that? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, again, this is this is what we do for fun. I'm here not because... We're top 10 and we're top 20 and Apple and we're 80 sure million. Because we're making I'm, money. <laughs> I'm here because I'm seeing my bros and my girl and I'm having a lot of fucking fun. That's it. End of story. Talk and kiss. That's it. Talk and kiss. You, you, having pizza. If you see anything more Why than that. Work? Well, if you see anything, I mean, if there's any other reason, someone please let me know. Because trust me, you know, Tommy and I. We'll talk on the phone, and it's no different than doing the show. And it's just the same, same stupid fucking insults and crazy shit that we do all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Lunch. No different. The only difference is right now the fucking camera's on. Now, now, when it's you and Lisa alone, it's a little different, though. That's a whole other story. <laughs> and I've heard the camera's been on for that. Those are for, that's again, that's three sides after, after dark. dark. Oh, which speaking of uh, Mark, uh, you know, anything speaking else you want to say? Cause I want to kind of, I want to segue this into some fun stuff. Well, so, well wait a minute. Tom, I do want to say that Mark did say to me though, he's like, you know, when you meet a girl that'll let you film her doing stuff like that, she usually doesn't say no to too much. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did you just embarrass Lisa? I don't get embarrassed. No. That's that why you, you, you do get very scared of hummingbirds, but you don't yes. get embarrassed. Anyway, hey, that part of falling down now. It's, I won't even have them anymore. Look what you did. We didn't. Oh, yeah. Blame us. It's our agenda. It is. It was us with an agenda out to get the hummingbirds. It's your fault. They heard it. They're like, "Fuck this! I'm out." So, 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 in case anybody missed it, Tommy, why don't you give a little uh, uh, discussion on the Alice Cooper interview that we posted? Uh, did we put it up yet? Well, by the time this goes out, it'll go up. Okay, so we haven't talked about it. Yeah, so um, as you guys know, and you've been busting our balls for quite some time, because I did a a quick little video with him a year and a half ago, maybe, uh, that he was going to come on the show, which he fully intended to do, but he's busy. And um, we just couldn't work it out. So I just stayed in contact. 
and um, got the call last week that, hey, you know, you're in, he's in town. You're going to go see him. Do you want to do this? Like, Hell it's, like, yeah. it's like getting called up from the minor leagues. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so Alice was uh, so incredibly generous with his time and his staff is wonderful. The staff at Mystic Lake, wonderful. All the people he surrounds himself are just super, super nice people. And they helped pull the whole thing together. And a big thank you to my buddy, Kyle, who came down with me to do all of that. Helped me with all of the lighting. We made sure everything was right. He ran all of the audio and video so we didn't screw something up. And yeah, it turned out great. He gave us a Oh, someone dropping a load. <laughs> I hear the water again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy. <laughs> I got everybody come home like, God, please don't flush the toilet. Please don't flush. <laughs> Just if you're new to this, I swear to God, right above right, Lisa where she's recording is the bathroom, so you get to hear the toilet flush. Was like, it a one? Like was it a all in the family? Was it a one or a two flusher? <laughs> Where's Brian? He's upstairs. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so, anyways, but yeah, it, 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 don't worry, don't worry. So it was just, it was a great interview. He gave us uh, a, a really big chunk of time to talk, and so about, we're going about a to half do, hour, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but not quite, but close. And then we we put it up. So look for it. I don't know where we're going to do it. Are we going to do like a point five, like a? I three? just just. The YouTube channel that you're watching this video on, it's going yeah. to be video only. I don't think we're going to post. I don't know. Maybe I'll post the audio. But it's it, up to you. Just go to, go to YouTube and you'll you'll find the Alice Cooper interview. It's the yeah. three sides on the side, which was coined by Mr. Eric Singer. So we're giving him full. I like that. That's right. Yeah. Got to give credit where credit's due. You came up with it. Fortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Eric said that, but Gene and Paul don't respect us. <laughs> They don't even like you. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I am a huge Alice Cooper fan. Like, how can you not be? He's like oh, the Godfather. Are like right here. They're and he, I love Alice that much. And and he's got an all new show, all new stage setup, and he's playing the eighties stuff. Yeah, he changed he about eighty percent of the set. So you're going to get Escape, Stephen. Um, raped and freezing. I mean, there's so much variety. Moses on white Yes. Oh yeah. What did you huh? say, Mark? I'm sorry. Oh, roses on white lace is back. In yeah. Roses on white lace. Yeah. yeah. From the Raise Your Fist and Yell album. Yeah, it's it's a it's just a great set list, and it's neat because I'd say about eighty percent of it is different than what you saw over the last five years, whether you saw them on the Motley Crue tour. Or you saw him on his own. So Bed of Nails, isn't that? Huh? Bed of Nails was on there. Then they play Bed of Nails too. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, from Trash. Yeah, no they, Trash. So trash. you get out there and support him and watch the video. You guys will get a kick out of it. So we we did it all for you. Speaking of which, did uh, I? I'm. You'll probably make me go get them. But uh, did you guys uh, participate in Record Store Day? Well. Uh, no. Some somebody participated on my behalf. I'd oh, like us to. By the way, thank oh, you. Thank, thank, yes. thank you yeah. to Ken at E1 who sent first of all this beautiful. Oh wow! Rayleigh's comet live record store day first time on vinyl. It's a very cool photo. Yeah, it's very cool. And 
And by the, the way, that, that's different than the, the old one that you had. Because the that one's from England, correct, Mike? Not not that, the Ace Frehley. Who released the Alice Cooper one? Well, this one I got from Ken as well. Yeah, he won. Oh, okay. Yeah, he sent me like, uh, the J.N. Bob Silent, Silent Bob. Oh, they so he was, he was probably just cleaning out his promo closet. Right. It was cool. I, I can't oh, wait Oh, it was that. awesome was coming awesome. home to find these two beautiful <laughs> vinyl nice LPs. Yeah, get out there, guys, and buy those two. Support E1 because they're putting out some really cool stuff. And Ken gets a special uh, shout-out because I know, even though he won't admit it because he's so humble, he has a lot to do with some of those cool projects that you're seeing coming out on Record Store Day. Yep, he's a fan. Oh, well, I wanted to I wanted to get a little bit more Alice love. Did you guys pick up the Billion Dollar Babies live? No. I haven't yet. I haven't. I, again, I have all that stuff upstairs. I forgot to bring it, it down. It looks like Cheap Trick released a couple cool items. I bought that, too. Oh. Uh, I, have, I, I got the single, and I got the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got the single and I got the live show. And by the way, big fucking shout. Yeah, nice. I just realized what you did. Nice. <laughs> you got the Mr. Big Stuff bell. Ping, everything. So, so anyways, big shout out to my buddy, Paulie in New York. You're the man. Um, he, he hooked me up. He took care of me. Uh, it was even like last year, too, because I really wanted that Devo box set. And, uh, and he hooked me up for Record Store Day, Tommy. This whole show is going to be nothing but a bell ringing. You realize that, Tom? Yeah, awesome. yeah, every time, every time Mark tells us that he's got something, you're getting the bell. Yeah, it's the oh, Mister Big Stuff thing. I just we call it yes. the Big Stuff Bell. Anytime, yes. I'm gonna, you know, okay, I got you. You got to, you got to be quick though, Tommy. I know, I'm working on it. <laughs> it takes a while. It does. It does. I'm trying to think of the, all the stuff I got. Um. Also, too, did you, I, it's a band I've been championing. Championing. I say that. I can't say that word every week. I try saying, um, the new Starcrawler. You guys. You guys. No. Gotta check them out. Oh. Um. Go ahead. Did you were you say no, something? I'm else? just saying they're a new band from LA. Um. They're fucking awesome. And if you like Lisa, you like Alice Cooper. She's like a young Alice. Really? Oh, she she what's, is. What's the name again? Starcrawler. Starcrawler. I'll, I'll, right Star okay, I'll go get it. Um, also, too, I want to mention that uh, Blackfield Brides has Blackfield Brides has a new EP out. Yep. And I was telling Andy the other day, uh, I've heard one song so far, which is Vengeance, something Vengeance. It might be one of the best things they've ever done. Are they uh, on tour? Yeah, they're going on a tour with In This Moment, which, how cool is that? And then two other support acts, D.E.D. and somebody else. But, I mean, Blackfield Brides and In This Moment together, it doesn't get cooler than that. So check out their new EP. The stuff is really, really solid. They got rid of their bass player. They have a new bass player, but everybody else is there. Um, yeah, go check out and support Andy, too. Oh, that's and, cool. <clears throat> new Starcrawl. Now, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. The chick singer is, she's just insane. I'm going to have to listen to that. Now, one of their old old singles, if you just want to check it out on YouTube, is uh, I Love L.A. And also another one is called Ants. And that video is just fucking sweet, man. So anyways, uh, if you're looking for some new rock, um, check out Starcrawler. 
Um, Black Veil Brides are coming to Atlanta on March 26th. Within go. this moment, yes. Within this moment. Go, Lisa, go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you, you sound go. so excited. Okay. Can I wear a Steeler shirt? Well, oh, yes. Yes. You have to. Yeah, actually, you do because he's a huge Cleveland fan. No, Bengals. 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 And that's even yeah. funnier because they suck. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, get the get the new Motorhead reissues because they have live concerts. Was, was that was, was that the Grammy award winning album? No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> it would have been. Way, sorry, I'm it, struggling a little bit. I, Mark, I guess I it would have been Grammy award winning if we know who was involved. I know. I know. Sorry, my, my voice is struggling a little bit here, so hold on, I got a cough. Yeah. Poor Mark. Oh, look at that. He actually muted his mic. Wow. He's getting better. <laughs> He's getting good. No, I, I, you know, it's funny because I don't have, like, I don't, I feel fine. It's just, I, I'm starting getting some bronchitis, and okay. man, that just, that just fucking kicks my Is the head. weather nasty up there? It's damp and cold. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened in Boston today. It was a big snowstorm, and then they're like shoveling out. It's like fifty here. Yeah, you know what's funny? Last week, Monday, we could go from from yeah, so eight days ago. When I got home from hockey, I started. Do you guys have bronchitis? Do you guys ever get it? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, cause once you get it, you like always get it. Unfortunately, and. It started flaring up, and then by the end of the weekend, it was. And again, that's the funny thing about it. I feel fine. It's just it. You can you need know, anyways. You just start having some breathing issues, and it really starts, especially like right now. If I'm talking a lot, next thing I know, it seizes everything up. So all right, well then, Mark just shouldn't talk during the episode. I'm not, yeah. So which some a big section of our audience is going? Thank fucking God. So uh, take it away, guys. <clears throat> all right. So so. On the, on the topic of having fun, we kind of felt like, you know, no guest, although I think we're going to try and get a guest in in the next week or two weeks. Um, but we wait just, a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Before you go any further, I have to read one comment because it is absolutely fantastic from this week's show with Izzy Presley. This is Ooh. from Almost Human. Izzy's back. You, <laughs> you must hate ratings. Do you know who Almost Human is? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. It's yeah. it's Dr. Falk, people. Yeah. So read it again, Tommy. <laughs> Izzy is back. You must hate ratings. <laughs> read the whole thread, because I replied to him. Okay, so then Mike says, no, we just hate you. <laughs> just buy our ratings, ask Aaron. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> uh, he Then Ralph says, hating me is hating ratings. Uh, Michael says, hating you is what all the smart people do. <laughs> Ralph comes back with, so you're saying you are the only smart person on the planet? I would add, um, uh, I don't want to use the name. Uh, I can't read that piece. You know? <laughs> well, just, leave, just leave it at, you You think you're the only smart person on the planet. The planet, yes. And then um, Daryl jumps in, Brand Old is worth a douche. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and then 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 I replied. There should be one, um, one more reply from me to the smartest oh, comment. Uh, yeah, I am the smartest person in podcasting. If you don't believe me, just ask. There you go. So yeah, leave it to Ralph. I you know 
sorry guys, I didn't mean to get off on a tangent, but that's that's no. I I la- it was the first comment on this week's episode. I mean, obviously Ralph is waiting, waiting, eager for an Izzy episode because he jumped yeah. on it right away and commented before anybody else. So well, I, I think there's I think there's sexual tension between the two of them. I, I think they've got man crush on each other and they watch each other's podcasts every week and it's not what they're. Do, do we need do we need to get a box of tissues and some jergen? Exactly. Do, do we do we need to get both of them on the show to relieve that sexual tension? I think so. After dark show. Right, I want to do that. We have to host that one. I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) As you were saying. So we're going to have some fun discussion. So I threw out a topic that we can start with. Our three go-to albums. And obviously, since it's a KISS podcast, we can start with what are your three go-to KISS albums? And then from there, we can expand to any artist we want. Sound fun? Yeah, and, and and I'd like to to mention something before we start. I was thinking a lot about this this afternoon, and one of the things that I've really enjoyed looking at is all of these people's vinyl collections on the Rockologists Facebook page, Tom Shannon's page. Uh, there's a guy; he's got like freaking 20 crates of records and these guys have like 10 copies of dynasty and on and on and on which made me think records okay so then you can't pick songs you've got to pick records which will take me back to childhood again so it's like it kind of changed my perspective a little bit about thinking about which ones i would go to yeah because this again this is your three go-to albums you don't put an album on physical vinyl cd or even hit the play on spotify on an album if you only want to hear one song. Right. You, you're, you're, it's the you, whole... You want to put an album on and get immersed in it. What are your three go-to Kiss albums? Tommy, you go first. Alive, one. Dynasty. And the Paul Stanley solo album. Good choices. I, I, I wouldn't... I've got special memories for Dynasty, but it wouldn't be a go-to album. And well, and the reason I chose those three is, is I like every single song on all three of those records. Every single song. There's not one I would skip. Now, there are other albums in their uh, catalog I could say the same about, but since we're doing three, those would be the first three choices. Okay. Lisa. Unmasked. Hotter Than Hell, and Revenge. That's an interesting selection. Yeah. Especially Unmasked. I guess I, I didn't love, know that about you. I love Unmasked. It's a great record. So that's why you're on three sides of the coin. Go figure. We're going to need you on our radio show to sing Two Sides of the Coin. I will. I love oh, this. this is going to be a fun show. <laughs> Well, that was so funny last year too on the on the boat during the Kiss cruise. They're doing two sides of the coin, and Phil and Jeremy and Ryan are singing three sides of the coin. Yeah, I, just say, I think I'd probably go three sides of the coin before I said two. So. Yeah, yeah. We've co-opted that song. Sorry, people. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, your three go-to Kiss albums. Three go-to. It's funny because I actually gave this some thought because. Um, 
All right. I there there has been three that I've been going. Well, the one isn't is a gimme. Like Kiss Alive is the greatest album, not just Kiss. It's the greatest album ever made. Period in the history of music. So Kiss Alive, Rock and Roll Over, and Sonic Boom. Oh, Sonic the- Boom, really? Wow. It's a fucking incredible record, start yes, to finish. Sir. Props to Mark for doing that. Well, it's no props. That's my honest. No, I mean that's that's like me loving Crazy Nights. Mark but you thought about it. That's we're we're, we're applauding the yeah, fact. Yeah, no, you good. Put in effort. Stayed. Cool. You, you colored within the lines. Yeah, you you, you didn't break the rules. Um, I, I really do see a, a, a line between those three. They're just both. They're all three of them are four on the floor, hard rock albums. You know what I mean? There's there's no <coughs> pop diddly. There's no you know pop diddly. Those are fucking records you can just put on and every none of that unmasked and dynasty crap. I, I like unmasked. Shut up. I like unmasked too, but I I want my kiss. You know. And 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 for those of you watching, Lisa's actually busy. She's got a paying customer on her phone right oh, now. Boy. <laughs> uh, it's busy season for me at work, people. Okay, it's finals time. <laughs> finals? What are you a teacher? Uh, I work in the higher ed. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my my three go to alive to e- definitely yeah. my number one always going to be the number one number two rock and roll over number three crazy nights I would have I and I I can easily tell you why why because rock and roll over is the very first kiss album you've ever owned and you drop the needle on i want you it just also happens to be a great yes. kiss album and you just love the whole thing from beginning to end alive too because you've always touted that as one of your favorites and then of course crazy nights because you have the outfit and you're rocking because <laughs> i well, have the outfit minute michael the minute that michael finished the first thing that came into my head <clears throat> Was I want you? I need you, cause two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> now there's there's definitely two or three other albums that are very close contenders. Yeah. For the top three, I mean, I I I could throw in Revenge. I could throw in Destroyer. It's um, funny that none of us said Destroyer. Because they've listened to it so much. Yeah. And they've played so many of the songs from the record that I just, that's what it is for me. It's not that it's not solid from front to back. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's it's in a different category because of the popularity of it. I, I would say the same thing about some of those Zeppelin albums. What what Michael said, though, is like your three go-tos. And I did it like today. If I had to run out of the house and grab three Kiss CDs to take on a trip, those are the three today I would have grabbed. You know, you, you could also liken it to a Desert Island disc. If you What were your three <laughs> Desert Island discs? These are the only three Kiss albums you can ever listen to again. What would they be? Right. Well, and then that that's the first homework question I'd like to throw out there for everybody. And it doesn't have to necessarily be KISS, but how often do any of you think about... Hi, Lily. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> he kicks me out. 
nice mom. You think about. I had to bring her a beer. Apparently, she can't live two seconds without some stupid beer. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa has her daughter bringing her beer live on the show because she can't live without it. Twenty dollar bill, bill, and say, "Get me a sixer." You know what's funny is that we were all real quiet, rolling. <laughs> is that what you were texting her? Bring me a beer. That's what it was. You it's were telling us it was work season. related, and you were asking your daughter God. to bring you a beer. Yeah. I was answering an email, and I thought. All right, what kind of beer did you have? That's that's all she drinks. Drinking goat 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 piss. You should have a shot of Jack in that. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'm just curious, like, for the listeners, how, how many of you guys end up thinking about a record and then actually sit down and take the time to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end? I think back in the day you used to, but now with shuffle and stuff, you don't, it's not very, you know what I mean? I would say for the most part, I still tend to, if if the time is available, I will listen to an album start to finish. But you'll do it on Spotify, right? Well, yeah, I always do it on Spotify because it's fast, it's convenient, it's whatever device I have. But I listen, I will like go find an album that I like, an old album, a classic album, a new album, and I'll listen to the whole album from start to end. If the time permits it, that's what I do. If I know that I've only got 15 minutes, then I probably just hit a playlist and do some sort of shuffle. Right. But if I got time and I need just music playing for the next three hours in the background, it's albums. Because I don't like vinyl. I never have. It was always a pain in the ass to keep clean and sounding good. God, getting been a great show, Tommy. Ken, hey Ken, Ken, Ken Gullick, you can take Tommy off future vinyl shipments. I didn't get any vinyl. I miss the artwork Ooh. and I miss the format, but given the choice, to Michael's point, it's just easier to do it that way. It just is. Oh, it is. Versus. You hit start and you just let it play. But, you know, it, at least a lot of the albums I listen to, or we all listen to, the whole album is the musical experience. It right. wasn't just one song on that album. Like, I listened to, just a few days ago, was like the 40th anniversary of Pink Floyd, The Wall. I love it. Listen to that front to back. You know, the whole thing, because, you know, it's that's how you've got to listen to Pink Floyd the Wall. You can't just go in and listen to one song. That's how you yeah. listen to Pink Floyd in general. Yeah. You got to listen to the whole fucking album. Yeah. Wish you were here. I, you know, you know, Mike, all kidding aside, Tommy, one of the things that I do love about vinyl down here in, in the Kiss Cave and what used to be the normal basement, which is now all Kiss, I do have one. I have a recliner, one chair, you know, lazy boy, and it's right in front of my stereo. And when I come home from work, sometimes I close the door, I, I walk over, set that needle down, kick back. It's and like I the Maxell commercial. It is. It really yes, is. I was just but let too. me tell you, and I turn that volume to stun 
<laughs> and I just sit and and I tell you, an album like "Wish You Were Here" or something, you know, or metal. I like metal a lot. Um, from from Pink Floyd, that that just does it, man. That's 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 great stuff. I, yeah, I, I don't know anyone could listen to like one Pink Floyd song. Maybe well, like impossible. On, on on any of these great classic albums, you just to you know. Could you listen to just one song off of a live and then go somewhere else? It's like no, no, I couldn't do that with a live too. I gotta listen. I listen to everything but side four. I can't stand. I can't stand the guitar playing on side four of Kiss Alive too. Well, it's not Grammy award winning. I know that much. It wasn't back then. But, um, you know, I, I just, for me, it, it's not that I don't like the experience of vinyl. It just, when CDs came along, I was so thrilled, you know, to have the whole thing on one disc, you pop it in, you can hear it, listen to the whole thing beginning to end. But I think that's one of the things I need to get back to. I haven't spent enough time actually listening to music and just, I don't know about you guys. I don't know where you find the time, but for me, it's like with all the stuff we've got going on, I don't have or it's hard for me to find the time to just sit back and listen to a record. You know, let me for, just tell you, as you get a little bit older, because your daughter's still in high school, right? No, she's out now. Oh, she's not. But but still, she's. I noticed when my kids got a little bit older, that's, that's when you I, I could have done this ten years ago. Could not have done what I do now ten years ago. Obviously, you can see from my household, I can't really do anything at all. So no, I get you, that. You, you, can, you can order your kids to bring you beer in the basement. Well, that's called good training. No, that's called busted, is what that's called. You know, and and this may sound odd to some people, but my preferred way of listening to music and a whole album is, is not over speakers, not over the little earbuds. I want a nice over my ears set of cans. Because to me, that's the total immersion experience. I just, I have so, like Pink Floyd, The Wall, I remember coming home, buying that album when it first came out. It, you know, it was, when it first came out, it was kind of a big deal, but it wasn't a huge hit yet. And I remember going up to my bedroom and plugging in my, I don't know if they were JVCs or whatever headphones. You turn the lights off and you just lay down on the floor and you just crank that stereo and everything is gone. You yeah. know, no lights out, you can't hear I miss anything. Those days. So that's how I like to listen to my music now. Even even if it's on Spotify, I've got a a pair of uh, Bluetooth headphones and I'll just put those on and Katrina and Thule will be watching some video or some kid show or something like that and I'll just be like put my headphones on and just sit back and and enjoy it. Um Michael, I, I have to I have to share a story with you that way. When my son uh, who's now 27, but when he went away to college, it was his first time being away from home. He was a little homesick and stuff. And I said, "You know, my son's name's Ian. I said, you know, we, I said, you know what I, you know, whenever, cause I went away to boarding school and stuff. I said, I used to like on in days like that, you got to get away from, I mean, you can't get away cause you're, you're, you're away at school, but right. I, I'm like, put some headphones on. And I said, the record that used to really do it for me was uh Rush's, uh, all the world's or Yeah. Yeah. Not all the world. Uh, oh Christ. But anyways, it's got the, it's begins with the, the it's Cygnus X1. If you know that part of the 
uh, a farewell to kings excuse me and i said i used to like putting that on because it's got like the part where they're drifting through, through space and the and the bass comes in bow, bow, da, da, da. and i said you know when i was a kid and I, days like that, I just like I pretend, you know, what in your head you have those. It's almost like you're watching a movie in your mind. Yep. And it was cool because he texts me back. He's like, "Thanks, Dad. That that did the trick." And I'm like, "That's what music can do." And again, Michael, you're absolutely right. Listening with headphones, that's a good that's a good way. But I, now that I'm older, physically getting up to set the needle down and going back and sitting down, that's almost part of the therapy for me. And I and just having the vinyl kind of shake the basement, you know, and just it's there's just something about it. And I've been I've been rebuying some certain records because I, I've, I've got a really nice, you know, high end needle and everything on my stereo. And when uh, a couple of years ago, when I met Glenn, I thank you, Tommy. <laughs> you never disappoint, my friend. Hey, Tom, Tom, real, real quick. Can we also add to the bell anytime a beer is brought to Lisa? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then it'd be like, <laughs> shut up, Tommy. <laughs> Keep drinking, Lisa. Yeah, I've been at social events with you. <laughs> exactly. But, but anyways, you know. Um, Right now, I've, I've got uh, a Deep Purple's Made in Europe on there, and that 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 version of Burn on there is like my favorite. Ver it's one of my favorite songs of all time. But the version on that live record, and putting that on, man, and going back and just like you said, Michael, it's like the old Memorex thing. Yep. And cranking that, it really does. It just eliminates stress, and it's just such a great feeling. And then you know, after the fourth song or whatever you got to get up again go flip the record over but that's part of it you know what i mean you got to kind of work for it pa 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 it's, part it's... of part of why i like it so much is i it, for me it feels like when the lights are out eyes are closed headphones are on the only sense that is working is your ears and it enhances the music even more so it's like all of your brain functions are paying attention to the music I, I this may sound weird, but I'll go to concerts, live concerts, and there'll be times where I will close my eyes at the concert and just listen to the live music, and it like just sucks me in even more because now you're you're hearing the notes, you're hearing the playing, you're hearing the vocals, you're not distracted by the visuals and the crowd and everything else. There, there's just something there's something <clears throat> satisfying about listening to music that way. Well, so maybe we should take a left turn here now because we all have identified our three go-to albums and each one of us share uh, you know, two, three records that we think are must-listen to with the headphones from beginning to end. Well, well, maybe along with that, but where I wanted to take this was after we did the Kiss round, let's just each go around and we can each pick any band. Mark sit here and go, okay, my three go-to Deep Purples. Tommy, my three go-to Garbage albums. You know, Lisa, my three go-to Pretty Boy Floyds. <laughs> they haven't had three, have they? <laughs> they have three? I don't know. Um, anyway, let's... My, my, best, my top three albums. So, so, so why don't we do that? Let's, let's, you can pick any artist now, and if it's a headphone album, make note of it. Okay, but can we do more than one artist? Or oh yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll just keep going around until we feel bored. Okay. Okay. So Tommy, Fair why enough. don't you start? Pick an artist. 
Um, I suppose I should do cheap trick. So I'm going to say the um, Bang Zoom Crazy Hello. Ooh, nice. Really? Yeah, there's something about that record, even though I like the latest one. Tommy, Tommy give yourself a bell. Seriously, that's a fucking good one. Ring no. the bell. There you go. <laughs> that is, uh, Ring your own bell, Tommy. Yeah, that one, and then um, probably the 1997 self-titled release on Red Ant. Oh, Tommy, you're really going a yeah. little off. And then my third one, which is why I brought that question up earlier about vinyl that I've been thinking a lot about that I want to listen to from beginning to end is Next Position, Please. I just love that record so much. Tuli, that's a Tuli. Tommy, that's an interesting threesome. Huh? What? I said that was an interesting threesome from Cheap Trick. Yeah, well, because it covers a lot of different eras, and those three records all have extremely strong songs to me. So if I was going to switch out Next Position, please, to make Mark a little happier, I would do one-on-one. That would be the other one. The only reason I picked Next Position, please, because it's been so long since I've listened to it from front to back and it's got you know why oh why oh why heaven's falling um borderline i can't take it there's a lot of really good songs on that record did that single not take off i can't take it i fucking love that song I, uh, tonight it's you should have been a top 10 hit and it wasn't i agree I'm yeah with you. so again all kidding aside i i matter of fact tommy and i were just talking about one-on-one within what the last week or so we were talking about how great yeah. that and and that's a come i'm like i i couldn't picture taking Next position over one on one. I just think one on one is is that's such a special record. It Again, is. that's one of you're like, how did this not become huge? That record right. is so but, fucking good. But I pick the the next position, please, because there may be people out there that don't know it as well, and there's some real gems on it. And someone had remastered one song or two songs off that record on YouTube and put a bunch of bass back into it, and it completely changes the whole feel of the record. Because I don't think Todd Rundgren's a very good producer. Yeah, just add, just just see the uh, first New York Dolls album. They should add Eddie Kramer to it. Well, yeah, he ruined that, but that's a whole other thing. But Jack Douglas came in and finished it, I believe. I don't know. I might be wrong. Um, who's up next? Lisa. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to do Alice Cooper. Um, Zipper Catches Skin. Ooh. I love that album. Um, Zorro. I thought I thought we were all just reacting to that thought. <laughs> I was actually. Every time I see the little blood, I'm like, oh god damn. All that hurts. He even mentions it in one of the songs. Um, but let's see, zipper catch of skin. Um, let's say raise your fist and yell. Wow. Mm. And billion dollar babies. Good choices. Nice. Good choices. Yes. Mark. Yeah, no reaction from you guys whatsoever. I was waiting for goes to hell. That's what I was hoping for. I'm very eclectic um, when it comes to Alice because I'm all about like the ones that, like probably my favorite ones are all the ones that he doesn't even remember recording. Like zipper catch a skin, da da. Much 1970 to 1980. I, know, I, I saw them when I met him. I told him those were my favorites. He goes, 
I don't even remember recording those. And yeah. I'm like, well. I saw the Special Forces tour. That was fucking insane. Just fucking <clears throat> insane. He went on, what was it, Tom Snyder? With, yes. Uh, on Special Forces. It looked like he was dead. Yes. Yeah, it was, was about dead. like that thin. And, yeah. Yeah, those are my favorites. Data, Special Forces, Zipper Catches Skin, and From the Inside. What about Flush the Fashion? Or Flush, thank you, Flush the Fashion. Thank you. That's the one I always forget. Yes. I wish he would redo Talk Talk and Seven and Seven Is on his new EP because that's kind of the music. If you, if, by the way, if you get a chance to go out, Alice has a new Breadcrumbs EP, and he's paying tribute to all the like the garagey Detroit bands from. Yeah. Let me tell you those songs because I don't know if you know those are both covers. If you're a big Alice Cooper fan, I don't know if you know that that Seven and Seven Is is a cover, and so is Talk Talk. I those know Talk are, Talk was, but I did not know Seven and Seven Is. Yes, yeah, Seven and Seven Is is a talk. Interesting. Is a, is a, Yes, those are both covers. See, people, you learn something new every day. Well, much like you, Lisa, I'm I'm right up there with with Kiss and Cooper. Just I'm a total geek too. Love uh, love love Alice. Um, my my turn now. Your turn. Yeah. Well, next to Kiss Alive, uh, Ted Nugent's Double Live Gonzo. I could put that on for months and never get sick of it. That that record. If you're a guitar player should be in your guitar playing Bible. Um, that album is just so fucking over the top. Incredible. Every second on, on that is just a guitar playing at its Zenith. Um, absolutely love, love, love that record. And again, that's right up there. Depends when you ask me kiss alive or Ted Nugent double live gonzo. They're my two go-tos. Um, after, it's funny too because when when you mentioned that earlier today, Michael, about you know your go to albums, I, I'm like, God, <clears throat> I think just about all my favorite records are live albums. Um, and I think maybe because you know just loving music as much as I do, I tend to love the bands who could bring it live. You know what I mean? Bands who, when you listen to them in the studio, and then when you listen to this the live version, it's like a billion times better. You know, much like Kiss, although is is this in my top three, depending if, but I love like the early Frampton. And then when you get to Frampton comes alive, you know, something's happening. The studio version is good, but when you get to live version, it's like way better, you know. But anyways, uh, well, I tell you what, we'll give a little love to Frampton here. Well, um, no, 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 don't change the rules. You got to stick to Ted Nugent. Ted, three go-to Ted's. No, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and I'm going to. All right, then we're gonna go. We're gonna, <laughs> then we're gonna go with humble pie, um, with with uh, with. Uh, this just totally blows the whole. The whole theme no, of the show is just artists, and then we come around again and we pick multitudes. Yeah, don't be a dick. Do three Ted Nugent records. <laughs> or are you saying I, there I, aren't I, any I, other I, good? Well, then you're not a then you're not a Ted Nugent fan. All right, then we're we'll go from there. We'll go to the very 1975 self-titled with. All the killer crap on it. Stranglehold, just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Uh, Motor City Madhouse, you know, Stormtrooping. That album, it just, it, again, just a, a hard rock classic. And then I'm going to go with, well, well, we'll stay with the Derek St. Home years. A free for all. Um, again, that. That record too, just a, a guitar clinic. So, Double Live Gonzo, uh, Ted Nugent, so, uh, the self-titled 1975, and uh, Free for All. You know, fuck it, Cat Scratch Fever. God damn, which one would I pick? 
Which one's your go-to? Oh, no, I'm because I'm going to have to. You just asked me my, my go-to. Everything they did with Derek St. Holmes, who was One gets eliminated forever. What's that? One gets eliminated forever. You're, 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 le- le- you're leaving on a jet airplane, and you can only take three Ted Nugent albums. Which ones are they? Double Live Gonzo. Free for all catch scratch fever. All right. Before he changes his mind, my turn. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm following Tommy. I'm going to do Cheap Trick. And oh. mine probably falls more in line with what a lot of Cheap Trick fans might say, but I, I'll start with that Budokan. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole the whole re-release with nope, both nope, pieces the, or just the first one? Just the original release. I'm with Mike, man. I'm with Mike on that. Okay. Those expandeds are cool, but there's nothing like listening to the yeah, original. Exactly. There's nothing like that original at Budokan album. It never fails. Um, then Dream Police. It is probably right. about as perfect a Cheap Trick studio album as they've ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one on one, because yeah. I, I I remember back when these albums came out. So all shook up came out after Dream Police, and at the time I was like, "Wow, this is just a little bit way out <laughs> in left field for Cheap Trick. This is yeah getting a little experimental, a little. Uh, I love it now, but back then I just couldn't get it. And they followed all shook up with one on one, and I was like, "Fuck yes, they're back as a rock band." This is a rock album. This album kicks ass. You know, she's tight. Everything on that album, front to back, is perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love, I love, love one-on-one. I mean, that one I play a lot, just any time. Yeah. So so those are my three (laughs) go-to Cheap Trick albums. Release the next round. Oh, I thought you were you're, you're starting up next. The- oh, next. Oh, I'm going to choose Elton John. Oh. Hold, hold on. Are we sticking with the same bands again? Yeah. Why not? Give people a perspective. Yeah, your three go-to from another artist now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Awesome. Needs no uh, explanation at all. The thing is just about as perfect as a double album can be. Um, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. That would be number two. And number three would uh, be Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player. Those are the three that I could listen to back-to-back without fail, and I love everything on both of those records, or all three of those records. All right. Lisa. Okay, Billy Joel, Mm -hmm. Turnstiles, 52nd Street, and The Stranger. Excellent choices. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, let's see if Mark can stick to the rules yeah, here. You even right, look, I'm throwing a minor wrench into this because I can. You're going to choose poison? <laughs> oh, look at the time. Uh, the self first album by Montrose. That is just... That's it. Music recorded rock gets no better. Um, then I'm going to go with... Gamma one and Gamma two. Now, if you know those are Ronnie Montrose. Yeah, I was going to say. So Mark, Mark's, 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 Mark's within the 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 judges will allow. Yeah, because this because, is Ronnie Montrose. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Ron, Ron it was basically, it was, you know, it's almost the same. Well, they, Denny Carmasi. Well, Denny Carmasi played drums on two. He didn't play drums on the first one. But uh, those, I tell you what, and, and again, I don't know if you guys know, I mean, now, now years from, you know, years later, everybody knows like uh, uh, Bad Motor Scooter and, you know, Rock Candy and stuff. But you guys know that that record, like, took a decade or, or more to go gold. I mean, yeah. That was just that first Montrose album. It was that slow of a word of mouth, and now it's you know it's been platinum. That 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 first Montrose album might have influenced more musicians, yeah, than any other album out there in that period, in that era. It is. I tell you what, I, I remember when I was learning to play the drums. That record more than Kiss Alive or anything. Matter of fact, that's something Eric and I have talked about because he's a big Carmasi fan too. And th- the way I set my drums up is like the way Danny Carmasi sets his up. You know, um, that when I was a kid, if you guys know like Rock Candy and and uh, Bad Motor Scooter and stuff. And, and and again, you know, if you've never, what the point I was trying to get is this: if you like that record. You should go check out Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 that Ronnie did because it's the same style, especially Gamma 2. Um, it's the same style of hard rock. And, I, you know, I got to do this. So I got to throw in an honor, honorable mention for Warner Brothers Presents because that album is so freaking killer, too. So, Which is, which is the first Montrose album without Sammy Hagar, the Warner Brothers Presents. But that's... Uh, that album too just you know melt your face hard rock so that's it mantra um i'm gonna go sticks uh number one grand illusion just a a perfect album can't go wrong with grand illusion um number two paradise theater Uh, really yeah you know I, i part of paradise theater is the timeline that was huge. I went to the shows. They were, I mean, Tommy, if you remember, they did like three sold-out nights at the Met Center. I mean, Sticks was yeah. everywhere yeah, on that huge. Paradise Theater tour. And it, it it's a good album. And then I would probably say number three would be Pieces of Eight. I put that number one in my list of the ones you just listed. Of those you listed, not overall, because right. I'd go with Equinox over all those. It's it's it, it you know it's a tough toss up between Cornerstone, Pieces of Eight, and like Equinox. But I think I think Pieces of Eight, you know, Great White Hopes on there, Blue Collar Man's on there, Queen um, of Spades. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a solid rocking album you know it is yeah they really start to let things out with pieces of eight jy so, just tears up yep, on that yep so those are my three go-to sticks albums okay. tommy tommy i'm gonna do motley crew and you're all gonna flip out on me. well at least mark will uh saints of los angeles number one um dr feelgood and girls, girls, girls. Those are my three. I like Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, I just love those records. Ugh. I just I like the title. No, not like I love the title track. That's about as far as I can get into that album. See, I, I, don't, I don't even like the title track on that album. 
It's just that the that, that song's so overplayed, but the rest of the album is awesome. There you go, Mark. I know it's Lisa. Skipping right over me. Oh, it's Lisa. Lisa. Damn. I could have, have have some beer. Calm down. Yeah, I know. You're getting all loopy and shit. It's your uh, turn. Go. Yeah, my one beer. Thanks. Uh, I'm going with Queen. I'm going with Queen 2. The Works. Ooh, and nice. Sheer Heart Attack. Excellent. I want you. I need you. I, I just can't get into the works, man. It's just... There were some good songs on there, though. Okay, well, then give us after your, the game, they lost me. After give the us game. your three favorite Wham! albums, then. <laughs> um, I'm going with my uh, favorite trio from Canada. We're going to go with Rush. Um, my favorite Rush album, not even close, is, uh, is Hemispheres. That is... Uh, that to me is the be all end all. That is that's in my top five greatest albums of all time. That is Hemispheres is is just the shit. Um, then I'm gonna go with All the World's a Stage, uh, their first live record, and I'm gonna go with Twenty One Twelve. Solid. Solid. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to go with Electric Light Orchestra. And this might be the only one where I've actually picked three albums that came out in a row. Although I'm not picking them in the same order they came out, but they came out in a row. First one, 1979's Discovery. Diary of Horace Wimp. I just love that song so much. The whole album is just great. Well, the artwork is so amazing on yeah. all of those. Yeah. Um, number two is 1977, Out of the Blue. You just can't go wrong with Out of the Blue. And again, m incredible artwork. I mean, that spaceship on the cover, it, it was when you open it up to the gatefold, inter the internal inside yeah. of the spaceship. It, that's one of those things, headphones on, just staring at that while you're listening to it. That's the way to do it. And then the third is 1981's Time. I, I, I couldn't get into anything really much after 1981's Time because they started to lose the ELO sound and feel to me. But And, and Time was when I finally went and saw them in concert, Halloween night, St. Paul Civic Center. Hall & Oates opened. Oh, brutal. Yeah. It was like, ah, do I have to listen to your kisses on my list? Get these, get these guys off of here. Um, so yeah, ELO, Discovery, Out of the Blue, and Time. Okay. Very good list. Should we do another round? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, Van Halen. Ooh, good choice. Fair warning. Diver down. Ooh, and women, children, women and children first. Those are okay. my three. Okay. Lisa, honey. Lisa. Well, I was just thinking. I don't. Songs I don't, about beer. <laughs> I don't think I have another artist that I would that I like that much. Really? Really? Mm -hmm. 
I could do this for like we could be here for like the next two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, like we're just getting started. Well, yeah, you know, I I could be too in in the sense that if you give me the chance to remind me of an artist and then I go look at their discography and go, oh, yeah, there you go. That's exactly what I'm trying to think. Like my daughter just said, what about Guns N' Roses? Well, Well, how did she say that? Is she sitting off to the side bringing you beer again? Well, yeah, because Mark said, Michael said, should we do another round? (laughs) She just waved waved at us. Tommy, 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 give yourself one. <laughs> oh, you know what I'll do? Wait, okay. You know what? I'm gonna have my husband help me because he's here. Can I help? And he likes Ozzy. All right. Ozzy, so, go, Brian. Billy Eilish. Five? No, you have to pick top your top three that you like. That go, your go-to. go to. Go to albums. Billy Eilish. Oh, Dire Dire of a Madman. Dire of a Madman. By far. Um, probably Dire of a Madman, Blizzard of Oz. Um. It's kind of a toss-up after that. Uh, Give Jake some love. Yeah, Jake, I, you know... That's <laughs> what you're just thinking. Probably Bark at the Moon just because it has yep. long and alone. Uh, and Rock and Roll Rebel, Waiting for Darkness. That has some good ones on. Yeah. Jake? It's funny because that was in my wheelhouse. I'm like, those would be my three. Although I do like... You said give Jake love. I prefer Jake with Badlands than with Ozzy. I think he's... He just was... <laughs> I don't know. That was more his wheelhouse than Ozzy. Lisa, Lisa and, as he's talking, can you just move your mouth while he's... <laughs> but he's not talking right now. God, is, this, no, is it that difficult? He's blonde. <laughs> here, just come in here, Brian, here. Zach had some good ones, too. There. What? Oh, you come in here. Can I come in, too? No. Bend down, because now I just see your no. crotch. No, bring me a beer. That's what she said. <laughs> I'd go, I'd go no rest for the wicked for the best, Jake. Or not Jake, uh, Zach. Um, I love every song on that record. You know what? The lyrics kill me, though. Like, Devil's Daughter. The lyrics are so stupid. That's the thing. Wait, I guess. Don't blame Ozzy. He didn't write any of it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Uh, like, Demon Alcohol. Like, killer riffs. Just terrible lyrics that I just can't even listen to anymore. Even some of the Jake stuff, like Secret Loser... Just some of the lyrics are just so bad that it's it's just a product of the time. Yeah. Uh, but um, the title track, though, was... "Ultimate Sin," that album is just that that riff is just so fucking cool, especially with the way the drums come in. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, then uh, "Ultimate Sin" has some great stuff. Just everybody complains about the production, like the very keyboard. You know, Ron Nevelson. I like that record a lot, actually. I do, too, but uh, I think, like Ozzy just mentioned, if he can go back and remix one album, that would be it. Well, Sharon won't let him because of the songwriting thing, so. (laughs) See, Brian has a more eclectic, well, not more eclectic, but he has more artists that he listens to. I am very weird. I only have, like, four, and then it's very sporadic from there. All right, well, Brian can join us for this. Brian, you just did Ozzy. Mull- Brian, we're going to give you a mulligan. Get in the chair. We'll give yeah, you a chair. Okay. So, Lisa, Lisa, bring him a beer. Now pick pick an artist other than Ozzy. Pick an artist. And the, the, the if you had to just right now run out of the house, you're going on vacation, you had to grab three discs by one artist. Where you go to disc of one art. you got to name the artist. You and mentioned then. Van Halen already. so yep. You can do Van it. Horn. 
You can do Van Halen. That's okay. Yeah. But they've already said Kurt Warning already. Because Tommy screwed up and put Diver Down in there, which I like, but that's I not... I like Diver Down, too. I, I think it's... Uh, huh. See? Covers, but it's still a cool album. No, no, I just said that it's good. But if you're going to just grab three, that ain't one of them. Oh my, no, my three are uh, are Fair Warning, <laughs> two, and Women and Children First, probably. And the first one is just kind of played for me. It's like Blizzard yeah. of Oz, you know. I, I loved it for years, but it's, and it's like Zeppelin. Like I can't listen to the first eight Zeppelin records. But they most have like eight. so. <laughs> Well, it's funny, and and I'm I, this I, since we already did Van Halen because I, I want to move on from there. But I don't. I you got to give some love to a, a different kind of truth. I fucking still play the shit out of that. Yeah, it's I really good, that. like Chinatown. It has some good stuff on it. God, yeah. out of space, yeah. out of space is classic Van Halen. The Sammy yeah, stuff doesn't get as much love though, and I think as time goes on, I like the Sammy stuff. Some of the Sammy stuff has appealed to me as Good I've got late, Lisa. <clears throat> Get him a beer, Lisa. Just go get a beer. I'm mad because I said I like the Sammy stuff. Turkey pot pie. Okay, Mark, 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 you're up. They were on the, uh, what was it, for the 5150 tour? I thought they were great on that tour. There's no beers around here because Lisa's pretty good at that. She's had two of them? Yeah, one for each hand. (laughs) Wow, Lisa, we missed the second beer. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do now because I can't separate them, and I'll do it quick so we can move on to the next one. I'm going ACDC, but I'm doing the Brian years and the Bond years, so I'll do it quickly. The best of the Bond era is uh, Let There Be Rock is by far just one of the most incredible records of all time. Power Age and Highway to Hell from the Bond era. Yeah, um, from the Brian era, I'm going Flick of the Switch. For those about to rock, and as as played out as it is, I, I got to go with Back in Black. But I still think For Those About to Rock is a better record than Back in Black. Back in Black may be more, not that For Those About to Rock has any clams on it, but Back but in look, Black. Evil, evil Walks, COD. Um, Spellbound, Spellbound alone is is the like the best song on both those records. I fucking that is just an evil fucking tune, man. I love that song. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Rush before, and I'm in a minority here, but I like Triumph more than Rush as far as Canadian. I could do a big yeah. I would, I would, Triumph was what you know. Uh, I love them. Never surrender. Uh, play, uh, just a game, and either Progressions of Power or Rock and Roll Machine. You know, Rush lost me at when Signals came out, and I know people. Me you know, too. People, I'm with you. Turns and but it, it was just different. Um, it was bad. It was just, and my taste changed too. And Brian, did you see the Rush documentary? Everybody said that they're like at 1980 they lost me. After moving pictures, it was like fucking forget it. I'm well, the same way. The thing is though, Exit Stage Left was after moving pictures, so I really say after Exit Stage Left is when they they lost me. Signals had some moments. Yeah, well, I like analog. analog kid, there's kid. a great solo in that, but yeah, yeah, that you know when they started doing like uh, you know uh, New World Man, the, you could tell he was listening to a ton of Police because yeah. that's that's such a Police ripoff. By the way, I love the Police too. Yeah, me too. Um, no, Michael has to do his. I I will do. Let's do one more round because dude, it's it's like I got to get out of okay, here. So it's... so I I I will do Molly Hatchet. Wow. Um. I'm going to start with Double Trouble Live. I, I love that live album. 
by Molly Hatchet. Then, sounds great. It sounds great. It does. Mm-hmm. That the the opening of that album always gets me. Just the majesticness of that album starting. Um, then I'm going to go back to the debut album, Molly Hatchet, 1978, and right into Flirting with Disaster, 1979. Well, Th- those are three just solid albums that I can listen start to finish, no problem. Um, All right, it's Tommy's turn. Okay, I'll finish with Garbage. Did you say that? Uh, Beautiful Garbage would be number one. (laughs) Bleed Like Me and 2.0. Those are the three I would choose. Brian? Peace Cells, Rust and Peace. But you got to do the band. Megadeth. Okay. Um, Peace Cells, Rust and Peace. Well, you know what? I don't know. Rust. Everybody loves Rust and Peace, but uh, and I do too. But really, those first four, I could be any. I'd go with I'd the pick... debut over that. What's that? I'd go with the debut over Rust and Peace. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like Rattlehead. I'd, Rattlehead, I'd love yeah. That stuff. And and Gar Samuelson. I used to I used to go over his house when he left Megadeth. He lived by me in Florida. Really? And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Best drummer I ever been in a room with. The guy was like a praying mantis. He was amazing. But um, let's just say peace cells. And then the third one was good too. So far, so good. So what? Uh, I, yeah. But the last one, dystopia, was the best I think since Rust and Peace. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a new one in there just because usually you don't see a band 30 years later come out with one that strong. Uh, so Rust and Peace, dystopia, and peace cells. All right, I'm going to do what I did with ACDC. I'm going to do with Black Sabbath. Best Ozzy, best non-Ozzy. So you know. Best Ozzy, I'm going to go with Sabotage, which is mm-hmm. is my favorite Black Sabbath album of all time. Sabotage is that, is that, that Ian Gillen? The shit. What's that? Is that Ian Gillen? No, no. Sabotage 1975. That's oh, got okay. a hole in the sky. I don't, I don't, I don't know Black Sabbath. So. Um, then I would go with Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. And then I'd go with probably Paranoid. That's the Aussie years, the non-Aussie years. Obviously, Heaven and Hell and, uh, and, and Mob Rules. And then I'm going to throw in the Ian Gillen record, the Born Again. So those, those three are my, are my favorite of the non-Aussie years. I'm going to throw a, a curveball band in, sort of way Tommy did with Garbage. I'm going to th- do Angels and Airwaves. Um, they've only had five albums. Yeah, but that's that's qualifies. That qualifies. And um, first one is 2007's I Empire, followed by their debut album, We Don't Need to Whisper, and then 2011's Love Part 1 and 2. Those albums are perfect albums for headphones lights out start to finish and they're even better when i don't know why this is when you're flying it's like my go-to just chill it you know it's just great music to fly by oh interesting interesting let's do one more so brian gets another one Okay. Tommy, go ahead. Hi, Brian. Get ready. Okay, I'm gonna. uh, So I'm gonna do the Beatles. Oh. Sergeant Pepper's and especially the new remaster. 
That is a headphone record from beginning to end. Um, Revolver and the White Album. I know I didn't put the Beatles in my list, but I have. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. No, but I want to try to stay in the frame. <laughs> no, I'm trying to stay in the frame because we got to condense us. Yeah. That was excellent, Tommy. I didn't even think about the Beatles. Got to think about the Beatles. All right. Maybe. All right. You. All right. I'll do, man. Um, I don't like the Slayer band. Yeah, but I. I um, Yes, she said you Slayer. <laughs> uh, do whatever you want. There's no rules, just three. Well, what are, okay, three Zeppelin albums would be Houses of Holy. What is the one with Achilles' Last Stand? Is that Presence? That's Presence. Yeah, that. And just those are so, there's stuff on there that just you don't hear every single time you turn on the radio. You know, you hear a whole lot of love, rock and roll, Black Dog. Yep. And, and I'm, you know, I'm going to be 49 and just listening to those for the last, you know, my brothers and sisters were listening to them, so... Hearing them for the last forty plus years, I just got a nobody's fault. Stuff. But mine off that is just the shit, man. Yeah, killer stuff. Um, and then uh, I guess the third one would have to be um, uh, and even though it's a little played, is Zeppelin two, just because that's one of the first records I it was actually a, an A track my brother had that I used to listen to over and over again when I was in second grade. So. So Zeppelin II, Presence, and then Houses of the Holy. Oh, and you know, Physical Graffiti. I forgot Physical Graffiti. So it's just three album, Brian. That's, that's actually four. He can do whatever he wants. Brian, I got to ask you a geeky thing because you you are a big Zeppelin aficionado just like I am. I sometimes think I'm the only person, and I'm not saying this would be one of my top three. I fucking love Coda. Coda. I, I listen to that all the time. That record, and everyone disses on it, Fuck, are you kidding? That album is fucking awesome. Check that out. So, like, we're going to, what is it? We're going we're gonna to groove. Is that a da 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 da? I mean, I mean, some of that stuff was meant to be on the first two records. I don't know how, like, wearing and tearing and, and, uh, uh, the, the version of I, I Can't Quit You that's on there. It's live at a rehearsal. Holy shit, is that fucking album incredible. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, a buddy but, of mine who, uh, I lived in, lived in Florida. He lives, he's back in New York now. We played softball together. And he used to tell me about how he used to follow Zeppelin around a tri-state area in the early 70s with his buddy Joe. He would go to him and just Joe is like his best buddy. And they would go see him at Madison Square Garden, the Nassau Coliseum. Then he'd go down to see him in Pennsylvania. And uh, he was at the Song Remains, the same show. And But the uh, funny thing is, his buddy Joe was Joe Satriani. <laughs> they, yeah. were, oh. they were wow. like, wow. Growing up in Dayton, wow. like best buds growing up in junior high school. They were playing bands in junior high and high school. And he'd always tell me about his buddy Joe. And then it turns out his buddy Joe was Joe Satriani. Pretty That's cool pretty best cool. bud to see Zeppelin with at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> All right, I'm dedicating, I'm dedicating this next one to Tommy. Um, my three go-to Jethro Tull albums. I'm going with The Minstrel in the Gallery, or Galley. Uh, or gallery, excuse me. Um, I'm going with Aqualung, and I'm going with Thick as a Brick. Now, <laughs> now, I will I will tell people who've never listened to that mid that early period tall. You think Rush is complicated? 
go listen to that stuff. There's some. T- you need an abacus to keep up with some of those time changes. That stuff is so fucking awesome. I absolutely love toll, but I, that toll period from like seventy to seventy, right, right up to songs from the wood, which is still good. But from like benefit, here's the easiest way: go on Wikipedia. Everything from benefit to songs from the wood. That whole period is fucking incredible. Hey guys, I got a great idea. Let's let's make a record that's just one fucking song, man. It's like Forty minutes long, and everyone's gonna love it. Uh, thick as a brick is so fucking awesome. It's not even. How can you not? As a music fan, diddle, diddle, that album diddle. is so. <laughs> I I never really got it. Went through a Jethro Tull face. Um, I would. It was interesting. Tony Iommi played guitar with them briefly. He left Sabbath. Oh, and came back. Go back and listen to Benefit. Go back and listen to that stuff. Very Zeppelin-esque at times. There's no There's benefit. Not Zeppelin, to very Sabbath-esque at times okay. with those riffs. I'm telling you, if, if you've never checked it out, huh. check it out. And Mark doesn't like Poison, but he loves Jethro Tull. Fucking no, I don't like Jethro Tull. I love Jethro Tull. And if you're if you're a music fan, again from like 1970 through 77, that's some incredible stuff. Just incredible. Huh? Interesting. The guitar playing is is insane good. Yeah, I should go back and listen to that. You sound so enthused there, Brian. Yeah. He's just rush right out and listen to those records. I'll put it on the list. Um, I'm going to pick an an artist that I actually think um, Lisa would love. Lillian Axe. Woo! Yeah, she does. Seen him a bunch. Oh, I love Um, Lillian Axe. I'm going to start with Love and War. Brilliant album. Absolutely brilliant. Then I'm going to go to their debut album, Lillian Axe. Self-titled debut. Produced by... Bob Kulik? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't win a Grammy. Didn't win a Grammy, so no. I was confused. Robin Crosby of Rat. Who did? Robin Crosby of Rat. Really? Produced the debut album. That's the only reason I discovered and heard of him, because I remember reading, oh, Robin Crosby's producing this band called Lillian X. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. Okay, what's your third? Uh, Poetic Justice. Oh, nice. All right. Now, I put them with... That's awesome. I don't know them as well as the other bands I'm going to mention, but but there's a couple bands that just fell between the cracks, like, and it's like their timeline, and I would kind of put them as the fourth between with King's X, Extreme, Saigon Kick, who I liked a lot and Lillian Axe they were just bands that were they weren't hair bands they had a little more to offer but they kind of either got lumped in with hair bands or my buddy made me a best of what's that my buddy made me a best of Saigon Kick and I'm like wow this is really good because I didn't know any of their stuff hey Brian while I got you one of my biggest guitar heroes I have are you into uh, Bluster Cult at all do you ever get into uh, Buck Dharma yeah they're playing here next month because I, I, I tell you what, the Cultosaurus Erectus album, the uh, On Your Feet or On Your Knees live record, uh, the, again, they're another band from much like we're talking about, you know, Rush from like 1982 or so back. Those records are just fucking, you know, insane with the guitar playing. I mean, he's just 
on a whole nother level. He's uh, Buck Dharma is just incredible. I, I, I would I would add a comment about Lillian Axe that the Lillian Axe because they're still around. Mm-hmm. All the new, all the recent stuff, crap, absolute crap. It's well, you know totally what, different. The, um, it's a totally it, different band, basically a different style, sound, sure. direction. Yeah, the singer's everything. different, right? The oh yeah, everybody's different. different except um, the lead guitarist. Yes, yeah. yes, and yeah. and so like these earlier albums were more had more melodic feel to them. Well, I think after, <laughs> like, remember Psycho Schizophrenia. Yeah, that's kind of where it. They started to go a little dark yeah. and yes. heavy and <laughs> losing the losing the 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 melody, losing you know what I liked about them. And now it's just now they're one of those bands where I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing a new album. God, I hope they go back to what they used to sound like. No, nope, you know, I'm done. Album, I'll go put on Love and War or the self-titled album. Because I'm like, oh, Love and War kind of is like perfect. They, they kind of like resurface again, but then I go back and listen to the old stuff. That was that's awesome. Yeah, those are some that's good choices. Very good choices. Hmm. All right, that was Tommy, fun. Are you, we start with Tommy. Do we end with? Oh, we end with you. We, we end with me. So that was fun. We did we did a yes, lot thanks there. For, oh, special guest, yeah. Thank you special very much. Special guest, the weather boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to get ripped. Shaped next like week. a weather balloon. <laughs> uh, we're going to get ripped next week because we don't talk about kiss enough. I thought uh, that was okay. a fun show. No, yeah. so, it was a good topic. Yeah, and thanks for including me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Mine is a little bit more musically um, smart. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, dude. Look at that stare oh, she's giving Wow. Her. Get the hell out. Go. Go. Go get, get me a beer. beer. <laughs> yeah, after that, yeah. And I don't, had that hey, and Brian, like, don't flush the toilet. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Embarrassing for Lisa. Someone flushes the toilet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's her. Who, me? I'm down here. All right. All right, so there you go. So I think your homework is pretty obvious this week. Just play along with us. Yeah. Your three definitely do your three go to Kiss albums, and then you it can do you can pick any of the artists we picked, or you can pick any other artist. Yeah. What are you know your go to albums? You pick an artist. And I like Mike uh, Michael. I completely forgot about Lillian Axe, and they're one of my favorites. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This, this is a good way to take the three sides challenge. Yeah. Listen to something else. What are your go-tos? Yeah, and <clears throat> that is one of the things that will help other people check out new music. So that's part of the reason sure. we do this, because we want you to find other songs and other artists to support and and hopefully actually go see live if it's newer bands. Because this might come as something that's hard to believe for a few of you, but there's more to the world than just Kiss. You can listen to other music. Intelligent listeners in the KISS Army, they know that. Each band that we talked about is a band that a KISS fan loves. Yeah. Yeah. Each one of us. That should be the only endorsement you need. A KISS fan loves it. Go check it out. It might not work. Fine. It doesn't. But at least we're telling you these are bands and albums that we as KISS fans love. And a few of Ryan's, too. <laughs> all right, can we say goodnight? All, all, all right, so you know where to go. Leave your homework. Facebook.com, 
Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. We're everywhere. Go leave your comments. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that little red subscribe button in the corner and head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. It would be greatly appreciated. And uh, I think that's it. Until next week, we're out of here. Love the show. Go to iTunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks. Download your free free copy of the KISS School of Marketing. 11 Lessons I Learned Working with KISS. The number one downloaded business book on Noise Trade. Go to books.noisetrade.com slash Michael Brandvold. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. So you love the show. Go to iTunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.